today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents where op gets told them being sick is all in their head and they end up in the hospital. Our next story is by Samuel the Otaku. You're not sick. It's in your head. And I end up at the hospital. It's not very important but first I am FTM female to male, during this story and currently I'm 16. It's been a while that I wanted to tell this story so here we go, in September. At the beginning of my school year, I started to feel really bad and I had a lot of anxiety, even though I used to take anxiety meds. The story began on a random Monday, I don't remember which, on the morning, just before going to school, I took my meds, for anxiety and depression, and immediately wanted to puke, I have emetophobia, basically the fear of puking, so I panicked and called my father who is not entitled but not entirely a good person either. I puked while I was on the phone with him, something about my family that I have to say is that even if I'm freaking dying in front of them they want me to go to school, except when I'm on my periods, because of that I had to beg him to not go to school saying that I didn't puked in years, the last time must be like 6 years ago or more. After a moment of arguing he finally accepted that I stay on the morning and go to school on the afternoon. I got to school everything was back to normal. Tuesday was also okay, but on Wednesday I started to puke again, and it was way worse. My stepmom, who I'm going to call Karen, said that I had to go to school, my father agreed with her. I stepped outside of the house, feeling horrible, I walked a bit and started panicking again. I called my father begging him to stay at home while I was puking on the street. A random guy, are you okay? Me, ah. Uh, yes. I'm fine. Father, who are you talking to? Me, just someone who saw that I wasn't feeling good. Can I stay home? Father, sigh. Okay but you go tomorrow. I got home and my father sent me see the doctor the same day, because he didn't find anything wrong he asked my parents to do a radiography. At night I talked with my stepmother. Me, what if I still feel bad? Karen just go to the nurse's office. Me, I think it's dumb to just go to school for that. Karen, do you even know why you feel bad? Me, no. That's why I got to see the doctor. Karen, well I think if he don't find anything it's because it's all in your head. Me, what? Karen, you're doing that because you are scared of your exams at school. Me, I told you a hundred times that it's not what I'm scared. I ran and go to puke, during all the day of Wednesday I was puking, I couldn't eat at all, and was getting weaker and lighter, because my weight is under the normal it's really dangerous for me to lose weight. Before going to sleep my father gave me a bucket so I don't have to go back and forth between the toilet and my room. Finally Thursday came, probably one of the worst day of my life. I really tried to beg and beg to stay home but they didn't want it no matter how much I puked outside of the house or in the toilets. They didn't care, so I did what they wanted, go to school. I was really weak and it made it really hard to walk to the school, I was so slow. I was next to my school, finally I would be able to rest, well that was what I thought. I puked again and two girls saw me and came to me to help, they said they were medicine students, I have no idea what they were doing next to a college. To be honest I didn't ask. They asked to talk to one of my parents so I called my father and both of them told him they would help me go to the nurse's office, 
he just accepted and hang up. When I got to the school, the nurse wasn't there for the moment so they opened the office for me so I can rest on a bed. After a moment she finally came and said my father would come take me. I slept so I don't know if it took him a lot of time to came but anyway. He came and we go out of the school saying we would do a radiography like the doctor asked. I was way too weak to walk so he got home to take the car and we got to the radiography, the peoples working here saw how difficult it was for me and placed me in a walking chair, after the radiography, they said they didn't found anything either. And so we got back home, I was getting worse and worse and nobody knew what I had. All I was doing was sleeping all day without being able to eat. My father said we would go to the hospital on the next day morning, and we did. I got to the hospital they placed me on a walking chair, then in a temporary room, forgot how it's called but they placed a tube in my veins so I can get sugar, and then placed me in a room alone with a TV that badly work. The psychiatrists wanted me to go to the hospital who is the nearest to my home, but they never got place for me. They also said that the dose my psychologist gave me was too much for me and that it maybe was the reason of the puking. I stayed at the hospital for a week and my father would come see me almost every day. Father, do you want Karen to come see you? Me, no. Not really. I it's just. I don't trust her. Father, I see. I think we are going to get divorced. My parents were going to get divorced, they tried to sell the house maybe found a buyer and got back together as if nothing happened. I stopped to see my psychologist, asked to see a different one, got yelled at for no reason and I still have no psychologist for the moment and no more meds. End of the story, thanks for reading. Our next story is by Masters Jet 13. My roommate's entitled mother. Back in 2018 I moved in with one of my good friends. He lived on a property that had two houses. He lived in the bigger two-bedroom house, while his mother lived in the smaller one. From the first day I moved in his mother treated me like I was there to serve her. She treated her son the same way too. Now they rented the property, but she didn't like how things looked and made us do major renovations to the property without the landlord's permission. I found that out later, one thing he did was demolish the patio and rebuild it to her liking, then add a hot tub. We never got to use the hot tub because it was never level, according to her, it was level, or the heater wasn't heating the water right. She had her son take the tub apart and he couldn't put it back together so it sat there for two years. There is a lot more stuff, but I'm just going to hit the highlights. During COVID I agreed to help her with a project. She has a home business and was revamping her website. I dabble in Photoshop and agreed to help her take pics of her products and make them look nice on her website, big mistake. She acted like she owned me. I was the only one working at the time, so I was busting my butt to keep the lights on and a roof over our head. Any free time I got she wanted for herself. Screw it if I had other personal projects. She was more important. Now it's not like didn't work on things for her, I did. I divided my free time between her stuff and mine, but that wasn't good enough. Everything had to be done right away with vague instructions on what she wanted, so I was constantly redoing the pics. Everything that had color had to be the exact shade. While it looked exact in my computer, the shade was slightly off on her phone and had to be redone. It got to the point she demanded I work on her stuff while I'm at work. I work in a kitchen. 
Anyway when I got home she stormed into our house and berated me in two of my roommate and his friends he had over that I didn't do her pics the night. She then threw my bike I was storing in her garage, our house didn't have one, out and told me it wasn't allowed in her garage anymore. It didn't get stolen thankfully, however a tropical storm hit the next week and ruined the bike. Cut to some time later the landlords are sick of her home improvements and evict us. They gave us two months thankfully to get out. She made us dig up all the plants and rocks around the property and put them in the neighbor's yard so she could take them to the next house. We are talking about over 40 ferns and cactus. When the day came to move out my roommate and I were fully packed by the time the truck came, she wasn't packed at all. Plus her stuff wasn't going into storage like ours, no, it was going in the neighbor's yard. They weren't home for the summer. It took 20 hours to empty her house and put everything in the neighbor's yards. We were done by 2 in the morning. She covered half the stuff in taps, badly. The new house we were getting wasn't ready when we moved out, we had to wait a week. Now if you haven't guessed by now we live in the southern United States near the Gulf. We get a lot of storms. Two days after her stuff being outside a giant train storm hits. Half her stuff is ruined. When we moved into the new house she kept complaining how we had too much stuff and I should get rid of some of my stuff. All my stuff fit in my bedroom. Her stuff took up the whole house. Plus she didn't help us move in, she sat on her butt worrying about a stay she saw. She did end up rescuing the stray, he's been mean to the other pets she won't do anything about it. She does have some good points. But man if we don't jump when she snaps her fingers she goes on a tirade that we need to help her she's a certain age and can't do the work. My grandma is 30 years older than her, with screws in her back and she can hardly see, but she still lives on her own in her house and does yard work even though the neighbors protest. I do not have sympathy for my roommate's mom. Our next story is by KP Kelly 09. Christmas COVID so my cousin EP1 and his wife EP2 have been extremely cautious about COVID since the beginning of the pandemic because they have two young kids which is a good thing. We all made the plan to meet up for Christmas dinner with the expectation that, in order to protect their unvaccinated three-year-old, everyone would get tested Christmas Day before they arrived. All of the guests did this and everyone was negative so we, about nine people got together and had Christmas dinner outside and wore our masks if we went inside and I was pleased at how everyone was being cautious. During the dinner though I heard a few troubling things which I noticed, and should have taken more seriously at the time. The first one, I really should have gotten in my car and left when I heard it, was when one of the kids mentioned in passing how he'd had a cold in the morning to which EP2 responded, but it went away didn't it? I got distracted by something else and the kid really was busy running around so I forgot. The other thing I noticed was how much time that same kid was spending out in the neighborhood with his friends. Long story short we all find out that both of the kids have tested positive for COVID right as Omicron is exploding in our area. I guess only their kids were worth protecting, this was our slash entitled parents and if you like this content please follow my podcast.